1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is my co-host
0: Zach Batista. Zach, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good right now. I'm drinking a mic. I just finished up work for the day, so I'm looking forward to relaxing for a bit. Oh God, we are getting lit on this episode of Indie Waters. <laughs> indie Waters, more like in Indie Hard Lemonade. <laughs> I was, I was like, I'm gonna let him sit, stir, and then see where we got. <laughs>
2: I like that, anyway, yeah.
0: uh,
1: you guys you guys probably noticed that I sound a little different uh, this week, and that is because my laptop decided to uh, die. So while yes, while I wait for the part to re- replace it to, to aid in its recovery, uh, I have to record through my my phone, which is not ideal, but it works. Yes, so uh, for a little for hopefully just this week, my audio is going to be a little weird. Uh, but it should, it it should come back. It should come back soon, uh, with with my laptop and my good microphone. So hopefully we won't have to deal with this for much longer. Anyway, uh, let's just jump right into it, shall we? Zach? Yeah. All right. Well, I believe I started off last week. So why don't
0: you kick us off for, with your first match of the week? Okay. So I I don't know how I ended up here, but I decided to pick. Ace Romero versus Alec Price at Limitless Wrestling. Ooh, I I don't remember. Oh, now I remember. I wanted to watch a JD Drake match. Then I saw Alec Mm -hmm. Price, and I was like, oh, he looks pretty good. I was like, let me find a match with him, and I found this match. Decent amount of views on YouTube. So, this match, for context, is a rematch that Price offered Romero after Price beat him in their previous match. This is kind of like a, uh, this is your last chance to fight me, basically. Like, get your redemption or you're gonna lose again to me pretty much you know mm. so the match starts off hot immediately with Romero hitting him with a running uppercut followed by by just chucking him around the ring like a fucking sack of bricks loved it yeah Bryson hits two huge big boots which if you haven't seen Alec Price he's a very tall very lanky man so his legs are fucking long looks great uh but going over that he then uh, flips Romero over to the outside the two then outside for a fit and uh, we get to the theme of this match, which is just stiff as fuck strikes, man. Oof. Like, there are these hits where I just see them hitting each other. And I'm like, oh, you actually hit him in the face. Like, oh, shit.
1: Oh, oh, you actually punched him. Yeah, like, oh, like the two of
0: them are like legit, like, like, let me put it like this. If it didn't hurt them after this match, I'd be surprised. Like, they were giving each other some stiff-ass hits. But it wasn't like one, only one side. Like, they were each putting their all into this, into these shit, which I really liked. Because I really sold how much how competitive these two were and how like much they really wanted to win the against the other person. Think, uh, Romero even gets fired up a bit that I'll get further into the match, but uh, let's see. Eventually, though, Romero is able to hit Price with a boot of his own after he uh, tries to showboat to this very small crowd. Cause this is during the COVID era, so the crowd consists of mainly wrestlers. I'm pretty sure from the show itself, and it's located in I can only describe it as a cafeteria. Or like okay. a, maybe a training area that looks like it's very small. Oh, let's see. He hits him with a big boot. Romero gets control for a bit. He then chops Price in the chest, which are as like you couldn't tell by the strikes. The chops aren't any aren't any less brutal. And Price has like a high pitch, like ah, every time he gets hit with the <laughs> chop. I'm going to regret making that noise.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Can you can you? uh Sorry, I, I didn't quite hear that. You broke up a little bit. Can you do that uh, sound one more time?
0: Yeah, sure, a few. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so he's, like, selling it, and I was like, I'm like, I respect your crippin' to go that high when he hits you in the chest. I was like, continue. I was like, keep going for this. Romero then, like, throws, pour, pours some water on him, like, shoves the water ball that he took and poured on, like, into his face, Then it's a massive scent on him in the ring. So you could tell that Romero, who is usually a, a face, a.k.a. AC Baby, for anyone that uh, knows his work, Mm-hmm. He then uh, takes <laughs> takes Price corner to corner cor- from one corner to another corner, each taking a time in- at each corner to just chop him in the chest. And at this point, Price's is chest is fucking red. <laughs> and uh, oh. then we get to this really cool counter here where he tries to pop up Price after he throws him, right? Like Irish whips him. Okay. And as he pops Price up, he sticks his feet like he's able to pop up, and then he just Kicks him right in the face from the pop-up. It looked really oh, good. Geez. I was I was like, oh, let's go. I was like, alright, so Price takes no time here getting his payback. He shit-talks Romero. He's, like, beating the shit out of him. At one point, he's stomping on his chest. and goes, how's your fucking chest feel now, huh? As he just stomping on his chest.
1: I bet not great.
0: <laughs> nope. Eventually, uh, Price gets him into a deep sleeper hold, which uh, almost causes him to pass out. Like, Romero literally starts to drool here. Like, I was Ooh. like, oh shit. I was like, all right, fuck it. Uh, Romero then tries to uh, splash Price in the corner after he's able to actually get up, but he misses him. And he does okay. and then uh, Price is his cool sequence, which I believe he calls uh let's see uh, he gets a running forearms, a couple running forearms to his face, goes down, and then pops back up. Yeah, that's what it is. He then he like hits him twice in the corner with two elbows, right? And as he's turned around, he then pops back up and just back elbows him in the face. Oh! Except just as he's about to boot him again, at this point I think he's like saying, like all around the world, he's running towards him. Romero then hits a drop kick out of nowhere, which if you've ever seen Ace Romero, he's a huge dude, so it was kind of like Braun Strowman when he first uh, debuted the drop kick on raw, where I was like, oh shit, like that's a fucking high flight sequence here, which okay. was awesome. I popped off of this quite a bit because it was just out of nowhere for me. Price is the first one to get uh, his next offensive, hitting two massive commentary kept calling them running knees but i was like that's a boot to the face dude but uh i digress (laughs) semantics that's just that's just somebody getting kicked in the face Mm -hmm. so then he goes up to the top rope for a leg drop but romero actually ducks him as he jumps towards him and then shoulder shoulder checks him into the corner which kind of spins him a lit and a bit and it almost hits it into the ref which i was like i was half expecting a ref bump to be honest because that's how wrestling that's what wrestling conditions you for expecting Mm -hmm. the ref to just die Romero, feeling the shift in momentum, then as uh, uh, Price goes to the outside, hits a suicide dive. Again, fucking crazy. And then he immediately tries to pin him into the ring, which I actually enjoy because it showed how much he really wanted to just put him away as quickly as possible. But of course, he kicks out. So the two then crawl to their feet face to face in the center of the ring, both exhausted after this match. Price okay. hits a few forearms, which. Are seeming are a lot less impactful than the last couple hits, which Romero also no sell, so it looks really weak. And I was like, oh, I wonder why he's doing that. Romero then retaliates by just brutally slapping Price in the face three times. Oh, like it's like, oh, it's like that's that's gonna leave a mark, just like the rest of your body. He then goes up to the <laughs> that's top. Gonna, of me.
1: That's gonna leave a mark, just like the rest of the thing. <laughs>
0: So Romero then goes to the top and actually needs the rest assistance to get up. But unfortunately for him, it takes too much time out there. And Price is able to get, uh, use this time to stop him so he gets up on the ropes with him. And for a mm-hmm. second, it looks like Romero's going to hit him with, I'm going to say, a Death Valley Driver. Kind of like uh, he did on the AR Fox match that we uh, reviewed a while back. Watch that match, by the way. It's a great match.
2: Okay.
0: But Price is actually able to get out of it and uh, Hurricane Ron is him. However, Romero then immediately gets up and no-sells it, which I popped off for again. Because I was like, what the fuck? So Price super kicks him in the face and then hits an inverted satellite DDT, which is basically like I can't even, it's it's just like an inverted tornado DDT but it looks really cool. Mm. Which is one of his finishers, by the way, thank you commentary called the Prize Possession. He then hits a huge blockbuster That's a cool name for a finisher. Yeah, it is. He then hits this massive blockbuster off the top rope, which looked fucking great. He got so much air out of it. I I was aghast, basically. (laughs) <laughs> Romero then somehow kicks out after all of that. So then we get to the uh, the finish for Price i rate that Romero kicked out of his finisher, and then this finishing sequence goes to the top and tries to drop kick Romero. But this is the cool thing I was actually thinking of. So Romero counters it by uh, basically you know how um when you drop kick someone, your feet have to land on their chest for a second. Mm-hmm. Romero catches his feet and sweeps him upwards by basically flipping his feet up and transitions it into a power bomb. Wow! Awesome. That's crazy. Tries to pit him off of this, but can't. Then Price then runs up Romero. Like he runs up his chest as he's getting up and does like swerves last call. He kicks him in the back of the head and is able to finally get the wit off of that. Wow. That sounds like a wild match you just watched. Great fucking match. Uh I would probably get I was I'm I'm torn for this match because I was like, I feel like I want to give it like Cause like when I'm describing it now, I feel like I was more, I'm more hyped for it than I was before. I don't know, because the mics, <laughs> no. But seriously, uh, I give this match hmm. probably a high. Meh. Okay. It was a really just good match. Like I enjoyed the uh the sh- just the uh, little story they told here. I appreciate how much each guy really put into this match. Like no one no one pussyfooted around getting hit in this match, and I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, okay. Probably will watch something in the future with Alex Price because I was uh, I'm a fan of his after this match quite a bit. Cool, cool. Can't wait to
1: can't wait to see what uh, what else we get from him uh, down the line here. Yeah. All right. So now after my uh, my match, let's hear what you got. What you got? Seth. All right. So my first match this week
0: is from Five Borough Wrestling. Oh shit! Okay. You you find like some of the craziest promotionings I've never heard of and I love it. Oh, there just
1: we... the the next the. Uh, my next match after this one had like 400 views on YouTube. Oh it has been God. up for like a year. Ah, oh, those are the that's find So the we're getting info. into like we're getting into like indie indie kind of. Let's go. All right, kind what, of. All right, who's in this? So match? my first match is from Five Borough Wrestling. We have Willow Nightingale taking mm-hmm. on Sue Young.
0: I know Sue Young. I don't know Willow Nightingale.
1: We saw Willow Nightingale at the Collective. She is one half of the Bird and the Bee. Oh, is with, she? Uh... Um Solo Darling.
0: Oh, okay. I know which one she is now. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. All right. Uh,
1: so this match is between Willow Nightingale and Sue Young. I found this match because I wanted to watch more Willow Nightingale matches because I love the Bird and the Bee. They're great. Uh, I bought some merch for them. I worked the collective. I we When we watched their match, it was great. I love they have, They just have such great chemistry in the ring, and it's just a, a treat to watch, honestly. Agreed. But I wanted to watch some of their solo stuff, and a couple of weeks ago, I did watch a solo Darling match. So now I wanted to watch a little Nightingale match. I like it. So we got, so so we so we got her taking on Sue Young now of Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know the the undead bride, Sue Young. Yep. Uh, this match starts off kind of slow. It's very okay. them fe- feeling each other out, like run, like going around the ring, kind of getting a hit in here and there, and just like, and Sue Young kind of working like her creepiness, you know. Hmm. Creeping out the ref, creeping out the audience. It's not like... It, like, when the bell rings, it th- the match doesn't start. Exactly. Um, but it, when it does get started, Su-Young basically dominates almost... like for, It's for, like, half the match. Su-Young is really in control of Nightingale and really just uh, putting her in submission holds, hitting her with different moves on the outside, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, there was uh, an interesting submission where, like, she had, like, it was like a weird arm bar almost. I don't even know how to describe it, honestly. It was so, it was so, it was something That's I haven't right. seen before.
0: Is this like a Fujiwara? Is this like a Becky Lynch like, disarmer? No, like... it was
1: like an arm bar where Willow was like sitting up and like mm-hmm. Sue Young had like her leg around her neck and like one around her waist and was like pulling her arm backwards while she was sitting upright. Oh. It was, hmm. it, it was why, it was interesting. I've never
0: seen anything like that. Yeah, before. I'll say, uh, I, in my head, I can't actually grab my mind. I can't like, uh, What's the word? I can't, like, uh, I, I can barely, I, I watched it happen and I can still barely picture it. That's like, the word. picture it. That was, I was like, I can't picture it in my head for some reason. Yeah. Um, but
1: it's, uh, it, it, and Soo Young dominates a lot of this match. And then there's one point where they get to the corner, uh, and Willow ends up reversing a, Soo Young, like, charges into the corner and Willow, like, moves out of the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Willow then sets up into a superplex. Okay. Willow hits hits the superplex, rolls through, and then hits a fisherman's suplex, and they're both Ooh. just out. <laughs> it was so cool.
2: That does um, sound cool.
1: Then when they both finally get up, uh, Willow ends up dodging a couple strikes from Soo Young, hitting her with the uh, the leg Lariat, mm-hmm. and then into her falling senton, which was oh, also okay. great. Uh, there was one point where Soo Young got Willow in the corner. And she would just hitting her. When you said hard hitting matches, there was this one, there was this part in this match where Sue Young just looked like she was slapping the crap at a Willow Nightingale. <laughs> like the chops and the, the chops and the slap she gave while Willow was in the corner looked brutal. Mm-hmm. Like you heard it. It sounded like someone was just getting smacked. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I don't I know
1: if it was malicious or not. I don't think it was, but it seemed it it was it was definitely it definitely felt real.
0: Mm, I feel that.
1: Uh there was a really cool there was a really cool move where uh Willow was charging at Su Young while she was in the corner. Mm -hmm. And then Soo Young like hops up on the turnbuckle, turns herself around into like a head scissor, and then like rolls underneath Willow and like whips Willow into the top turnbuckle. Oh, okay. It was really interesting. I was like, whoa, that was a really neat reversal I
0: haven't seen. I love when you see stuff like that when they like, get creative. Yeah, it was, like, it was like, shit. really,
1: it was like really weird. I've like, never seen anything like it before. Like she jumped up, got there in like a, like like she's gonna do a hurricane Rana, but then she flips around and and rolls her forward mm. into the turnbuckle instead of away from it. Yeah, it was
0: cool.
2: Sounds uh, cool.
1: Yeah. Then there was one point. There was one point where uh, Sue Young hits a. A pedigree off of the ropes, like uh oh. Willow was on Willow. She Willow was like set up like how Orton does his DDT.
0: Ah, okay. So like draped over like the bottom yeah.
1: of the rope. But Sue Young instead hooks both of the arms and just hits a pedigree off the, the second <laughs> rope. And then Nightingale, which Nightingale kicks out of, by the way. Oh and wow. then okay. Nightingale hits a gigantic power bomb. This is like Spirit bomb esque power bomb. Oh
2: wow!
1: Like All gets right. Su Young up, jumps and like sit, th- like does like the jumping sit out power bomb like Keith Lee I does. Love that. I love. Dude, that it out. looked brutal. Su Young was out like a light. Uh, ref goes one, two, stops before three because she broke a nail on the two count. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Willow, of course, gets up and yells at her for not doing her job. Of course. Uh, as you and were. then, while, after she's done yelling at her, Willow goes to get up on the top rope to hit her moonsault.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and while her back is turned, it, it is revealed that the ref is trying to help Sue Young win because the ref pulls Sue Young away from the corner and Willow hits a uh, moonsault into nothing. Holy what? Top 10
0: rails right there.
1: And goes down. Yeah. And uh, then Sue Young pulls out her glove. That that Mm -hmm. glove she uses, that Sako S glove for like the mandible cloth. Uh she hits she gets that on Willow, takes Willow to the bat. The ref does the thing where she like lifts her arm, drops it, lifts her Mm -hmm. arm, drops it. And then on the third one, Willow like powers it up and like stands up, and then while she has the hand in her mouth, she lifts her up into like a uh uh death and just hits her with like a death valley driver. Oh
0: sh oh fuck, I was not expecting the word death valley driver to come after that.
1: Yeah. Hits her with like a a Death Valley driver almost like with all while Sue Young's hand is still in Willow's mouth. (laughs) Uh, And then the she and then after she hits the Death Valley driver, she goes up, hits the moonsault. Uh, She pins. She goes to pin uh, Sue Young. Mm -hmm. The ref does a very slow count, but the ref does get to three. And in spite of the ref working for Sue Young, working with Sue Young,
0: Willow Nightingale does win this match. I can't say I expected the ref to actually go through with the three. I, I have expected the ref to say, "You know what? No, I'm not going to count the three.
1: Yeah, it, it it was it wasn't it was a slow three. It was like it was like one, oh two, two. <laughs> three. Like it was very slow, but like the three did a, happen.
2: Like could have had a three. Uh, I
1: think it was, was just because out. the ref was scared of Willow. I would be. Also, the ref during this match, she was wearing high heels the whole time. What? I don't get it. I don't know how you do it. That's wow. How do you ref a whole match in high heels? In high,
0: yeah, like I feel like that's there's, there's so much potential for the heel for you to for the heel to, like break when you're walk or like you to trip or like how? Yeah, that was it. Was that was wild to me. Anyway,
1: Willow ends up winning this match, uh, even though the ref was on Sue Young's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and takes it home. Uh, this match was really good. This match was good. I liked it. I honestly, I wish the ref didn't get involved because it kind of ruined it a little bit for me. Like I was really into this match. Like I mm. don't think Sue Young needed the help. Yeah, I got. You. Like Sue Young wasn't exactly in dire straits that whole match. She was you know? dominating
0: like, most of the match. Yeah,
1: like she was doing. What she was doing. She was holding her own pretty well. Like I don't even know why the ref got involved at all. And I don't know. It seemed. It seemed like it seemed weird to me because there was no like. There was no like build up to it or no alluding to the fact that the ref was gonna help. Oh, it's just like It's
0: just kind of like
1: it just kind of happened and was like, oh, so you just did a swerve for the sake of swerve with no beating other than it being a swerve.
0: Maybe something to do with the promotion, no story
1: or anything, just there to be there. Got it. I don't know. It just it just didn't hit. You know, like there was like I said, there was no plot line to it. It was just like a swerve to be a swerve, and I didn't. Oh, like I thought that.
0: That, I was like maybe there'd be a plot line after the match that they would.
1: No. Nope, nope. Sue so, the 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 video ends with uh Willow Nightingale and the ref staring each other down, and that's about it. Hmm. Because Willow is mad. But other than that, I didn't see any other like overarching plot lines throughout the match that showed the ref was gonna help Sue Young at all. You know. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but. Anyway, despite that uh weird ref interference, the match was still good. I liked it a lot. Uh I don't think it's a mark out for me. Uh yeah. because the ref did take the ref still did take away from it. But I give it a meh for sure. Uh go check it out. I think it is a good showing of both of these two. Uh they they put on a good match. It's just like I don't know why they had to do that. that I got you. That interference. It just seemed so out of place. You know, I'm coming um, to
0: realize that uh I didn't explain my rating for my last match. Not to cut you off. ahead. No, just, uh, I, I just realized I'm sitting here. I was like, I'm like, I forgot to say something. And I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, it's just, it's kind of like, I feel like it's in the same way with you. Where it's like, it was a good match. It's just, you know, when I finished the match, I was kind of like, didn't give me the the markup feeling for whatever reason. Not, your reason makes perfect sense for me. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry, that, I, that just was bothering me for like the last minute. I was sitting here like, what the fuck?
1: But No, no worries, it's important to let everybody know why yeah, we it don't was like give matches markouts all the time
0: yeah i I it yes yeah, it's like it's like kind of like we say like like we've said many times you you know when you've seen a markout match, like you feel it,
2: yeah, for well, sure
0: after rudely hijacking that,
1: no worries, anyway, this match was a meh, it was fine uh, go check it out if you if if you want if you like Sue young, if you like Willow Nightingale, I think you'll like this match uh definitely definitely worth it. Uh, but like I said, that end just kind of annoyed me. But otherwise, it was a fine wrestling match.
0: <laughs> so it's funny you say um, stuff about uh, referees. Okay. This next match that I watched was fucking... I, you, you'll get to the part... You'll know why I mentioned referees at the beginning of this when I get to Because I can't even... just dis- I have to do the build-up for this. Okay. So first mm-hmm. things first. I decided to watch Mercedes KV, or as you better know her all the time now, Sasha Banks... Versus Alicia Edwards at Chaotic Wrestling. Okay. In an I Quit match.
2: Ooh.
0: Yes. I was like, you know what? I'm like, I saw Alistair Black prototype Alistair Black. I'm like, I'm down to see what Sasha Banks is like before she went to uh, Florida for training at the Performance Center. Okay. So match comes out and uh, commentary says how this match has been building up for months beforehand. And in, it was actually Sasha that chose the match stipulation. So uh, Mm -hmm. Asash comes out. To a side note, it's to a Snoop Dogg song, which I think he made for her, which I thought was really nice. And you know, that's neat. However, like once her entrance finishes up, like she's like done, like you know, cheering with the crowd and all that, she immediately just goes to the entrance to wait for her opponent. Right? Oh, okay. Alicia realizing she's waiting for her, the moment her fucking music hits, she just comes running out, swinging at her. As her, I like how she, I like how she
1: still waited for the music to hit.
0: Yeah. Like Sasha's just standing there. Music hits. She just comes sprinting out the back, and the two are already trying to beat the shit out of each other. And while they're brawling on the outside, the announcer comes strolling by, and he's just casually like announcing Alicia, who's the champion at the time.
1: <laughs> while well, they're just fighting,
0: yeah, this is a championship match. He just announced. he's like Alicia, the two women's. Champion. I was like, I was like, Fat props to the announcer, man. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. He was like, hey, man, eh.
1: the show must <laughs> go on, right?
0: Yeah, any day to a wrestling promotion. They're fighting. I'll just announce them. As uh, her manager, Scotty, also comes running by. We'll get more into him in a second. So uh, the two then fight on the outside for a bit, with uh, Sasha eventually getting the upper hand until uh, as she throws Alicia into the ring, she's getting in, and Scotty then grabs her leg, which gives her time to, to uh, beat her down and uh, regain uh, control of this match. Okay. Because, you know, it's an I quit match, so you can do that. Granted, I don't know why commentary is like, the ref never saw it. I was like, the ref doesn't need to not see it. It's an I quit match. There's no
1: no reason for You don't
0: got to do. It's fine. They can do whatever. Exactly. But I digress. Alicia, not uh, wasting this opportunity, strikes Sasha a few times before uh, getting her knee on Sasha's neck and just kind of pins her to the ground with her knee on her throat, which will then become her whole shtick for the rest of this match, where that becomes her target, just choking her out. Trying to get okay. her to quit. So she, ta- she tosses Sasha to the outside when that doesn't work, which uh, Sasha did, a- did really well because if you know anything about Sasha Banks, you know that she takes hella bumps for people and sells really well. Oh, so yeah. Sasha, a- is, uh, Sasha is like a Bushy with the neck bumps. Yeah, like she- there are times when she makes bumps and I'm like, oh, why did you do it? I'm like, why? why? Yeah, Sasha so- is like a scary bump machine. God damn, can I not? Den- I can't deny that it looks so good when she does it. Anywho, so uh, Scotty then takes a cheap shot at her when she's on the outside. Like, he just stomps her on the back and is, like, just starts jawing off to the crowd, which the commentator, which, like, the heel commentator is like, yeah, he should be jawing off to this crowd. And I was like, I have <laughs> I don't usually hear that, but, you know, I appreciate that. But, uh, anywho, i said that anywho, like, four times now. On the outside, though, Sasha's able to regain control by throwing Alicia into the steel barricade and then hits her uh, and then Scoop slams her on the outside, which I don't think has. Uh, I think it has like some padding on her or something like that. She then puts her in a bow and arrow hold, like using the ring post in between them and kind of just taking her her head and her like legs and just yanking back on the pole, which mm. uh, at, similar to Alicia, this becomes her target for the rest of the match. She's going to target the back of her. So, on the offensive, she hits a backbreaker on her, and then she holds her on the backbreaker and starts just pushing down her face and her legs, like, kind of, like, really just grinding down on her back as she's uh, in pain. She then gets out of this by, like, hitting a good—a few well-aimed knee strikes to Sasha's face, which looked a lot better than they had any right to be because she was laying on her knee when she did this. Okay. Okay, So, then when uh, she—she then gets onto Sasha and just straight-up chokes her for a bit. But when that doesn't work, she then puts her in a camel clutch and just starts to wring her back. Like, I'm talking like she starts to fold her backwards for a bit. And I was like, oh, I was like, wow, damn, you really like got that. Si-. I was like, all right. It's like it's a, it's a blood feud. So, I mean, it makes sense. And even though this means that she and even though Sasha refuses to quit here, it doesn't mean she's going to lose any ground. So she then beats the shit out of her some more, eventually leading to her choking her out in the corner again. A lot of choking. Mm-hmm. Though, unfortunately for Sasha, she's actually able to counter uh, a backstabber in the corner by holding onto the turnbuckle as she's getting up. So she just kind of falls back on her back when she pulls backwards. She then start- Sasha then gets a few strikes, mounts a comeback, hits a couple clotheslines, followed by a dropkick from the top rope. Really starts to fire up, right? She then puts okay. her in this like weird variation of the crossface where she crosses both of Alicia's arms over her chest and then pulls her hands back so that they're basically choking her out like on her neck. And then she just kind of pulls her arm and her arms backwards, like kind of pulling her back. It's kind of like the bank statement, but it's more so using her arms to choke her out. Right. Mm -hmm. Scotty then runs into the ring at this point and just kicks Sasha in the back of the head and throws him off Alicia. And it's like, who do you think you are attacking or whatever? Right. So then we get to, like, my favorite part of this entire goddamn match. (laughs) So the ref, seeing this, spins Scotty around towards him and is like, what the fuck are you doing? So only for Scotty to just shove him, right? Because, you know, you think the ref's just going to fall over. In response, Mm -hmm. the ref grabs him by the throat. But Scotty gets out of it by convincing the ref. He's like, all right, you know what? No, 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 I'll leave. I'll leave. And he's like, all right, you're going to leave? He's like, yeah, I'm sure. And then the moment he lets him go, he cheap shots him in the face. So the ref, I'm expecting the ref at this point to take a bump and fall over some shit. But instead, he's just standing in the corner with his head to like his head. He's staring at the corner with his head down, right? He sits there for a couple seconds. He gets him. Mm-hmm. He lifts his head up. He turns around and just choke slams the manager. Jesus! <laughs> and then after that, ejects him from the match. I'm like, this wow. ref did not give a shit about your preconceived notions that refs diet at the the the, the a, breeze, a gentle breeze. This guy just fucking killed the manager. Love yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was literally like, this is so fucking. I'm like, I love this shit. So, after, this, after that, we go back to the women's match. Where the two of them finally get up, because at this point, the two of them are spent. And uh, mm-hmm. Sa- Alicia's able to come up by giving Sasha a flatliner, and then goes to the outside, goes to the commentary desk, and gets a camera cable from the outside, which is really long. Like, you can see, it's still dangling from the outside as she gets into the ring. And for a second, she starts to choke her with the cord again, but then decides, you know what, no, I'm done choking her. And she then proceeds to just whip the shit out of her with this. And you can hear the it hitting her too. I was just like, why Jesus. Why would you do that to yourself? But hey, Sasha, better the match, And with her permission, I guess Alicia just whipped her at, whipped her. so eventually, though, yeah. Sasha actually does kick Alicia in the head with a roundhouse kick, and uh grabs the cable leading to the finish of this match, where um she then grabs the wire, wraps it around her neck, like the bottom of her neck, and then kind of okay. like uh cross-arm-like face hold that I told you before. She just yanks it back and starts choking her. And when I think about it now, Ooh. it's a lot like a bank statement. Brutal. And she just gets down and starts pulling her back and pulling it. And, like, you can see that, like, she's really pulling on it. And uh, when that doesn't get her to submit, and, like, at this point, Alicia's, like looks like she's gonna, like, she's choking, trying, because she refuses to tap. Sasha's like, well, if that didn't work, as she lets go of the cable, you see Alicia just pull the cable like off her neck for a second. She then grabs her hair and yanks that back and just Pulls her and her back back, and that forces her to finally tap out and quit. And I thought the finish was awesome. Hmm. This match was was really fun and really enjoyable for me. The highlights, obviously, being the finish and the fucking ref going god mode and killing the manager.
2: <laughs> the ref,
1: the ref, just going super saiyan and being like, "Well,
0: well, you, you mess with the bull, you get the horns." Exactly. You try to. You, you're you not respecting my authority? Get fucking chokeslammed, bitch. Again, the match didn't leave me with the mark out territory, so it gets a high meh again, but honestly, watch this match, if anything, just for the finish and this ref spot, because I literally, I just, I couldn't believe what I was seeing when I watched this happen. I was like, what, what reality am I living in? Because I want to keep living in it if the refs start to do shit. Like, this is some, like, Aubrey Edwards shit, but even more so. Okay. Look.
1: Yeah, right? It's like, it's like Aubrey times 10.
0: Mm-hmm. Aubrey's like, don't fucking put your hands on me or I'll fucking eject you. This guy was like, I'll put my hands on you and eject you myself. <laughs> this ref's like, you touch me,
1: you die. Exactly. <sighs> I love that energy. I love that energy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what, so what did you give that match, bud? A high match for me. High match. Got it. Still All
0: enjoyable right. for me. Cool little slow at points, but I appreciate all the, like, entertaining stuff. I appreciate them adding in the story of, like, it being a blood feud. I liked, mm-hmm. like, again, I really thought the finish was, like, finally, up, the finish was kind of what I was hoping for the match to be more of. But, like, I thought it was really fitting for the I Quit match ending to be her literally choking her out and then just yanking her hair.
2: Because,
0: mm-hmm. like, you know, it built into it with her working over her back the whole match for the uh, the bank statement. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, this match was a... Uh... Oh, that's what I remember. This match, you can really tell this is prototype Sasha in this one. Like, she's mm-hmm. good, but she's not like the polished, like, really, really good wrestler that she is right now in WWE. Like, you could, I can definitely see what they saw in her when she was in the early stages of her career here. Or not, yeah. not early on, but like, yeah, before WWE, like, in her, like, really trained I, and polished her up.
1: I got that same feeling uh, about a match we watched together, which we'll get to oh. later.
2: Um, oh, yes. Okay.
1: But uh, before we get to that, we have my second match of the, of the week. All right. Hit me with it. We got a match from Truly Independent Wrestling, <laughs> okay. which is the name of the promotion. Love it. Uh, this match has, like,
0: like less than 450 views. Damn, you went, like, deep dive for this this
2: week.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it is a match between the Elite Terrell. I
2: thought you were about to say,
0: like, the Elite, and I was like, the fuck? No. The, the elite, e, uh, elite Terrell.
1: sorry, it's not the elite. It's elite Terrell. Elite Terrell versus still life with apricots and pears.
0: Wait, I'm sorry. Still life w-
1: with apricots and pears.
0: With apricots.
1: Okay, that's that's their name. I... Still life with apricots and pears is their name.
0: What a fucking name! If that's what if I've ever heard one.
1: They, they were at. Effie's big gay brunch, which we didn't attend, but no. I I definitely wanted to. Um, After, but uh, they were there, and I've heard many good things about them, so I decided I wanted to watch one of their matches. Uh, so I just so I uh, lo- I looked them up, and I found this one from Truly Independent Wrestling.
0: Uh, it's also it for me already. I was like, all right, fuck up? it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I it's 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 this match is good i'm not going to lie it's 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 pretty okay uh okay. it starts it starts off it starts off with them doing some chain wrestling you know getting mm-hmm. getting the feel of each other uh just going back and forth with like submission holds and whatever gotcha uh i will say though the crowd sucked <laughs> oh that's the fucking the worst terrible not they weren't terrible in the sense that they were quiet they were terrible in the sense that they were annoying Oh, no, because literally these two are trying to have a wrestling match and all the crowd can chant is take it, take the mask off, take the mask off. Oh, Because the... still life wears a mask. If you don't know,
0: I, I didn't actually. But, uh, but yeah,
1: still the life still life is a masked wrestler. Uh, so the, the crowd was chanting, take the mask off. The whole th- huh? they almost the whole time. Uh, which oh. sucks because you could tell, you even kind of tell that Terrell didn't want to do that, but ended mm-hmm. up going for the mask rip off like once or twice because the fans were chanting for it. Yeah, and it felt very forced.
0: Mm-hmm. Trying to play into like, the cry even though you didn't really. Yeah,
1: it it was know. like it was like you could clearly tell that wasn't the original plan for the match, but they were just like, but elite, ter- but Terrell was just like, all right, I guess we're gonna do this. Are you cool with it? <laughs>
2: I guess. So, so Terrell starts pull. trying
1: to rip uh, Still Life's mask off, uh, which does not happen at all throughout oh. this
0: match. I was going to say, I I doubt it'll happen.
1: No, it does not. Uh, <laughs> also, the crowd won't stop yelling at Still Life that they look like a Power Ranger, which is very annoying. Oh, come on, man. Um, but anyway, some more chain wrestling after that. And then there is a point where... Uh, Terrell hits a head scissor on still life, throws them out of the ring, uh, and then hits a a pretty cool a pretty cool looking course plancha from Terrell. Okay. Uh, over the top rope, hits it right right to the outside.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and
1: this match was in a parking lot. Oh. By the way. Wow. That... So it's like the course plancha looked a little more like it hurt. Oh. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, but. It was uh it was a really good looking punch And They get back in the ring. Uh they do a rope running spot and Terrell goes to hop goes to leapfrog over Still Life and Still Life stops picks Terrell's leg out and just he just lands directly on his face. Oh. <laughs> and then Still Life grabs Terrell's knee and slams it into the mat and for the uh. rest of the match Still Life works to hell. When I say works to hell out of, I mean works the hell out of. Terrell's knee this whole match. Damn, blood in the water. Uh, Yeah, just really like really bread and butter wrestling. Just like acquire that target and keep targeting it. You know, Mm -hmm. classic. That's what that's how Still Life wrestled this match. Um, there was a point where they were on the outside again, Mm -hmm. and it looked like Terrell was going to do like a springboard moonsault to the outside onto Still Life, but Still Life. Uh, grabs grabs Terrell's leg, rips him down. His head t- bounces off the uh the apron, mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: and then still life rolls Terrell onto the apron and slams his knee on it again. <laughs> Ooh, and then no mercy. And then still life wraps Terrell's knee up in the ropes, like gets it like he like or they like bend Terrell's knee like between like ugh, it's so weird. It was like bent it was like bent over the middle like the knee was like bent on the middle rope
2: mm.
1: and the top and the foot was like caught on the top rope. Kind oh.
2: of oh, and, no.
1: then, and then still life just like just does like a running drop kick on the apron to
2: it. Oh <laughs> like rough. really
1: working re- What I like I said like when I said really working the knee, really working the kid, knee.
2: Yeah like
0: you full on you will not walk after this match.
1: Oh, he. There were there was parts in this match where he didn't walk. Uh, there was one point where uh, this is this is also where I realized the crowd was terrible because while still life was working the knee, the crowd was just chanting, "This is boring." And I'm like, "It's not. It's it's wrestling. It's good wrestling."
2: Oh, that's I hate but, I
0: nothing nothing uh, wrestles my jimmies more than a fucking bad crowd. I know,
1: right? Um. Uh, but like i said his knee does end up giving and all this all this uh knee work does pay off because there's one point where still life is sitting in the corner and one of terrell's signature moves is like a running cannonball mm
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and they uh he terrell goes to do the cannonball and halfway through the ring his knee gives out and he falls on his face oh uh, and that gives uh, the, uh still life gets the opening. Just keep to get it. Get a figure four locked in, mm. uh, which Terrell does. Reverse rolls rolls on his stomach and reverses the pressure. Oh, quote wow. unquote. Uh, and still life has to get to the ropes. Uh, so they get a rope break there. Um, I don't know. This is also when I felt that this something about this match just felt off. Like I don't know, I don't know what it was. I can't put my finger on it, but something felt wrong, you know. Gotcha. It was like, it was like, you you could definitely tell. Still life was death was in charge here. Gotcha. It was the ring general in this one really running the match mm-hmm.
2: themselves?
1: Um, and Terrell was kind of just following along, but. Also, it looked like Terrell was having trouble keeping up sometimes, which is weird because he was definitely the faster one. I don't know. Huh. I don't know what some something just felt really off between these two. Like they like there was like a weird it looks like they just didn't have like good chemistry a lot throughout this match. There was just some points that were awkward to me. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably gonna spoiler alert, I'm probably gonna give you this match to watch. Hmm. Uh just because I want you to I wanna see what your take on it is and what you can try to figure out if you can feel it, or yeah, like what the feeling is that I'm missing here. Okay. Um, That's
2: but fair it was enough. weird.
1: However, uh, there was one point where uh, elite Ty elite Terrell hits a huge brain buster on uh still life. Uh, goes for the pin. Doesn't doesn't go for the Terrell hits a big brain buster on still life. Still life is laying in the middle of the ring. Terrell goes up for a 450. Okay. Terrell goes for the 450. Still life rolls out of the way. Terrell lands on his feet, but his uh. knee gives out. He goes down. Terrell uh, gets caught in a leg lock from Still life and ends up tapping out to Still life. Uh, and Still life wins this match.
0: Sounded about like that was what it was heading towards.
1: Yeah. So you could tell that uh, this match was all around that, was was based all around that knee. Like once Mm -hmm. they got that, once they started working that knee, that's what the whole rest of the match was carried around. Uh, It was basically like, will Terrell's knee hold out or is it just, or is, or is still life going to get the upper hand, you know? Mm. Hmm. I think this, this part of the, part of the one reason this match felt weird is I could not tell who they were building as the heel or the face. Hmm. Like, it came like I came into this match. It looked like Terrell was supposed to be the face and still life was going in to be the heel. Yeah. But then they both do stuff that makes me think otherwise. Like, there was never a point where I felt like I wanted to root for Terrell in this match, which is weird. Huh. Like, if they were building Terrell as the face, they did a bad job because the entire time I wasn't like really wanting Terrell to like win.
2: At all, like
1: there was no point where I was like, "Ooh, I hope he beats up Still Life, who's being a big jerk right now." You know, it was just like, "Yeah, these two are wrestling, and I, I guess whoever wins wins." I don't know.
2: Wow, that
0: is
1: maybe that was what felt weird, but something like I said, something felt off.
0: <laughs> I look forward to watching this match.
1: Anyway, I like this. I still did like this match. Uh, it wasn't the wrestling wasn't bad. Uh, they both did some really cool moves. Uh, still Life worked that like, really worked at me that whole match, which was really, which is really interesting. I've never seen, like, super technical wrestling like that, where it's like, pick a spot, rest of the match, that is your spot, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And it paid off, it paid off dividends, I guess. Uh, So, I give this match a meh. Fair Uh, enough. Like I said, I couldn't give it a mark out because I had that weird feeling about it and the crowd was terrible, which took me out of it a little bit because I was just annoyed by the crowd. There was just some some something awkward about their chemistry, but they made the match work. I don't know. I would I would like to watch more of both of them to see if they to see if they can do better, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Uh give them another but chance. all all in all, it's definitely a mech type of match. Uh was not too bad and I really liked and I really liked uh what still life
2: was bringing to the table so
1: I was okay. excited to
2: to finally watch a matchup from them Hmm that's that's that sounds like a very uh perple- not per- perplexing
0: but uh just I'm just intrigued to see what the, what what this match is like when I watch it you know what I mean
1: yeah, it's definitely it definitely is something. Something about the energy is like weird. I think I don't know. Maybe it's the crowd, and maybe it's
0: maybe it's, it could be a multitude of things.
1: it could be it could be a lot of things. Anyway, so that's my second match of the week. So that brings us into the the match we both watched, yes. which you picked this week. So why don't you tell us what you what you uh, picked for us?
0: Apparently, I had Mikey's uh, infectious desire to watch high flyers last week. Infected me because I ended up picking for a uh, Serpentico versus Darby Allen versus Shane Swerve Strickland at Fest Wrestling, now known as Isaiah Swerve Scott from NXT. Yep. And uh, this was a, this was the, this matches was a was a uh, qualifier for the Plum on a Branch match. What are the fuck? What is it? Yeah, it was
1: like it was like a, a a Plum in the Plum in the Tree Battle Royal. Plum in or the something. Basket.
0: I think it was Something like that. It was
1: something. It was some really weird name.
0: But it was like a money. It was like a basically like a money in the bank thing, where like winner gets to choose their like a title shot whenever. But I remember hearing this name a few times and being like, "That is a very odd name to pick for a match." It but was okay. a very
1: weird name. It was very uh, funny whenever he said it on commentary.
0: Yeah, he said it a bunch of times, and each time I was like, "Plum." I was like,
1: "What do you mean, Plum?" Like what? Whatever.
0: Whatever. Uh,
1: so let's get into this match.
2: Uh, this match right
1: starts off. off pretty quick. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'll say
0: right off the bat, I thought the entrances were a bit too long, because this video is 14 minutes long, and at four minutes is when the match starts, and I was just, at eight, for each entrance, I was like, come on, man. I was like, come on.
1: That That's like a, a little bit over a minute entrance for each person, right?
0: Yeah, and I was like, I was kind of, I guess it was like, I was just eager to see the match going, because I was just like, I was like, thankfully, to your point, this match starts off hot as fuck.
1: Yeah, you don't have to wait very long for this one. Darby, as soon as the bell rings, Darby Allen goes right after uh, Serpentico. Or is it Strickland? Uh, it's it was, swerve. He,
0: he like does like a yeah. bunch of like he like chucks thr- his body at him into the corner and like then Serpentico like super kicks him when he finally like gets an opportunity to get it in right. there, and then Swerve hits him with like an elbow and a Hurricane Rana like followed by a drop kick I think, because mm-hmm. Swerve finally gets his time to shine. Yeah,
1: you know, and they, they they get to they get to some some cool parts on the outside.
0: Yeah, like they kind of exchange shots for a bit uh, until what is it um. There's a bunch of stuff, though. Let's see. Uh, the spot you're uh, referring to is... Uh, yeah, there was the one
1: part where uh, Darby does the suicide dive outside to Serpentico, and then when uh, they both get up, uh, Strickland hits them with the, the Fosbury flop.
0: Yes, and before that... Which is, just a, which is just a plancha. Yeah, and before that, if I recall correctly, uh, when Sir uh, Alan and uh, Swear were fighting, before this... Uh, Swerve kind of like leapfrogged over Allen. He thought Allen was going to run the ropes. And instead, he just suicide dived Serpentico. And he was just like, oh, shit. All right. Mm-hmm. You got me. Yeah. Let's see. Uh...
1: Is it weird? This might be an unpopular opinion. hmm But I kind of was thinking about it. And I would, I would love to see this match yeah. without Darby in it. Like, mm-hmm. just give me Shane Strickland versus Serpentico one-on-one. Hmm. it's an interesting point. I never thought about that. Like, I would, like, I would love to, like, instead of, like, this 10-minute, instead of this 10-minute triple threat, give me, like, a 20-minute match between Strickland and
0: Serpentico.
2: Hmm.
1: And just watch I, them, like, fly into each other. Honestly,
0: I can't say I would be against that. Granted, I would like to see a match with each of these guys working, like, a much longer match. This match is, like, short, sweet to the point. Like, this is, like, I mean,
1: a, we could always get... I mean, Serpentico versus Darby Allen isn't a, isn't an impossibility.
0: It's not. That is very true. Let's see. Hmm, let's see. Uh, for this match, there's a couple fighting on the outside of the ring. Like, I think it was, like, Serpentico gets, like, rammed into... The, no, I know, um, what is it? Uh, hold on. I'm trying to... I have my notes here. I'm trying to figure this out. Ah, Serpentico throws f- Sorb's face into the apron. Darby then rams him into the apron. He then, like gouges Swerve's eye when he tries to stop him from like continuing to beat the shit out of the two of them, and then like throws him face first into the steps. Which, by the way, these steps were like something out of like a theater, as opposed to like a wrestling ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like a choir step. Like they were big as fuck.
1: Yeah, they were like they were like
0: stage steps, not like mm-hmm. ring steps. <laughs> and then, as just going off the height of it, uh, De- Allen L- Allen then like DDT Swerve face first into the steps. Which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that, that's unfortunate. I was like, that sucks for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oof, that sucks to take. Probably. That's to that, that's
0: be a lot of these matches. So I'm like, "Ooh, that's a fucking, that sucks. Kids. Yeah. We're some nice offense between Darby and Serpentico with Serpentico doing like this cool spot where, like, as Alan runs the ropes, he trips him, grows out of the ring, jumps up to the apron, and then spears him through, which looked cool. I liked it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Serpentico was sick. Yeah. I, I think uh, everyone in this match was sick. Everybody everyone, did, did, did oh, yeah.
0: spots. And we're going to go off of that. Uh, I had a very significant problem with this match. I thought the crowd sucked in this match. Really? I was not a fan of how little the crowd interacted with these guys in this match. Like, there were se- for me, at least, there were several times where it was just quiet. And I'm just sitting there like, why are you all so quiet? Mm-hmm. Stop being quiet. And like, they would like start to clap. And the crowd would clap for like a few seconds until then they would just stop. Yeah. There was one guy that tried to keep doing a swerve chant, and no one did it with him. And I was like, "Come on, man! Somebody help this man!" I was like, "Help this man!" I was like, "Cheer for them! Come on!" This <laughs> guy just like these guys are put on a really good match. And you're you're just doing nothing for me right now.
1: Uh, there was one part where I think the, the the crowd got a little bit into it when uh,
0: talking about uh,
1: <laughs> Strickland hit a
0: superplex on Serpentico. And they yep. landed
1: on top of Darby.
0: <laughs> yep. Like, they're just fighting. You see Darby's lying in the ring. You think to yourself, oh, Darby's just going to power powerbomb and into a Tower of Doom spot. And instead, he just fucking dropped him nope. on his chest. And just I remember going— lay, Just lays there, and yep. Darby and that was the spot just where gets superflexed like, onto. I was like, oh, I'm like, that was really dangerous. But it looks sick. It was like, so cool. <laughs> it was really cool. I was like, that is definitely a spot Darby would be like, yeah, we could do that.
1: Yeah, I felt so bad for Darby because oh, that probably
0: sucked to take. Mate. That must have been miserable. His legs like completely fucking landed on his chest. I was like, "That's, oh, <laughs> that's as I yeah, said, yeah, that mate, must have been miserable to take." Oh, the two of them, uh, going off that Serpentico and Swerve then go at it for a bit. With uh, Serpentico gets a really deep, like really good looking, like lucha arm drag that you've seen like Phoenix do plenty of times. It just looks great. Mm. Love it. Um, uh, Strickland hits that cutter right after that. Oh yeah, he fucking uh, jumps up to the outside, kicks him, and then just jumps up and hits this cutter. And they get air with this cutter. Oh out. yeah, damn.
1: Swerve's Swerve's cutter is ridiculous. That yeah, like where it's... he 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 like he like comes from the corner, does like a forward roll, and then just jumps into it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's so it. cool. It's so cool.
0: Gets this uh next nice spot here where I like where Serpentico and like Swerve are not just strike each other one after the other because Darby at this point is still KIA after that spot and
1: they're getting suplexed onto
0: and a Swerve hits Serpentico with a forearm to the face right and Serpentico mm-hmm. retaliates with a fucking backhand to the face that had a lot more impact than it had any right to be I remember thinking to myself wow that was just yeah. fucking whack slapped man in the face whack yeah whack. Got Darby him. then re- comes back from the dead and coffin drops. Uh, I think he hits Serpentico with a coffin drop as he's standing up, which uh, was nice to see because last time I watched Darby Allen match, no one knew that the uh, that was going to be the name of the move.
2: Mm-hmm. And then we yeah. hit
0: the the, uh, the finish where uh, I was. Oh, the finish! Uh, Swerve tries to hit Darby, but uh, Darby just kind of is like bobbing and weaving all his strikes. He then counters it with like a, a, each of his own, and then hits a Canadian destroyer on Swerve. Which is like a signature was it a Canadian Darby Allen destroyer fight? or a sunset flip? It's he called it a Canadian destroyer, but I was like, I feel like that's like called like a code red or like it's a sunset. It's yeah, one there of the...
1: was one there was one point where they called it a Canadian destroyer, and then later in the match, they called or they 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 I spoiler alert, I watched another Darby Allen match this week for uh the 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 double down, mm-hmm. and in that match, they called it a sunset flip, in this match, they called it a Canadian destroyer, and I was like, which is the truth,
0: yeah. I, I'm kind of in the uh, side of here. I'm in the party of kind of like it's got to be more like a Panama Sunrise-esque move. Where, like, you got to actually, like, fully flip and not just, like, do a flip on. And, you know, that, that That's my opinion, though. Mm-hmm. Anywho. So then uh, then Serpentico just kind of comes in and rolls Darby Allen up with a crucifix from this as he's trying to pin Swerve. And then he transitioned into a, an arm bar on Darby Allen's arm, which had tape on it. But you didn't really know what the deal with it was because commentary didn't really say anything. But apparently it's hurt. Uh, Darby probably did something stupid and injured himself. I think they said, like, Darby had, like, some hardcore match before. But, anywho, Darby, like, taps out really from this. Mm-hmm. And I remember not being the biggest fan of this finish because it kind of deflated me a bit.
1: Oh, I really? I of, was
0: kind of I was kind of into this finish. Oh, uh, see, for me, it was like no one worked his arm. It was out of nowhere, and I was kind of hoping for a more, like, I, that's the thing with me. I like explosive finishes. That That's just my thing. Right. So, like, it just kind of was just out of nowhere for me where I was just kind of like, oh, he tapped out.
1: I kind of like. I kind of like. Oh, sorry. I kind of liked how it was out of nowhere. Yeah, For me, like just... it was like, I don't think Darby's arm needed to work because, like you said, he came in with that tape, and they explained that he was in a hardcore match like oh, the week before, and Fair he enough. did he, he did like a coffin drop with it, like with a chair taped to him or some some stupid shit that Darby does.
0: Darby um, is hardcore fiend.
1: Yeah, like like I Fair and enough. the fact that Serpentico like just slid in and stole it, like like a snake would oh that's a good point yeah oh kind of kind of it popped me a little bit it kind of reminded me of uh bloodsport where we saw davy boy hit that power bomb and the match just ended
0: oh okay i feel that it,
1: it gave me that same like oh shit that's over oh wow that that was mm. quick right, I, I i don't know i kind of liked the the, the the out of nowhere finish with Serpentico getting the that arm that arm bar
0: submission mm.
1: i thought it was neat
0: I see this is why I like talking with uh, with you about wrestling and anyone about wrestling. It's nice there are different opinions on it. Mm-hmm. Side note, I found it really amuse- I thought it was quite amusing at the end of this match, Serpentico's cheering and like the crowd likes Serpentico the most this match, very obviously. And like Darby's on the outside, he's pissed off. Swerve gets up, Serpentico like goes to like shake his hand and Swerve's just like nah, and he just kind of I think he's like kind of was, like nah, fuck off. And he just walks away. And oh, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, no snek, one was boy. respectful at all. I watched so many indie matches where everyone always does the, oh, yeah, I respect you at the end. But these guys were like, nah. Sora was like, fuck that. You stole that win from me. Darby was like, you fucking tapped me out. You bastard. And so goes like. He's like, well, shit, I tried. Fuck. And then he just celebrated. I gave it my best. He gave it the old college try. So, Mikey, what did you think of this match overall? I really like this match.
1: I thought it. I wish it was longer. Like I said, I, I, mm-hmm. I think this match should have gotten more time because it's three amazing competitors. Mm-hmm. I think if you gave it more time, you would have gotten that big explosive finish you wanted. You know. Yeah. Um. But all in all, I did like this match. I think the out of nowhere finish worked well for it.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: think, for me, for me at least, it wasn't a detriment. Um, I thought it improved the match a lot. Because it, it just gave it, like, like yeah, you know what? This is a triple threat match, and and win, wins like that could happen, you know? hmm It's about being opportunistic. Anyway, uh, I think all in all, the, I think, I don't know. I don't know what I want to give this match. Like, I don't know if I'm between Matt and, and Markout.
0: Uh, see, I that's... Well, like, I don't know
1: what where I want where to give this match. I think it's going to be a high Matt. I don't think yeah. I hit that Markout threshold.
0: See, it's funny. That actually is the same rating I gave it. I gave a high met because despite the fact how much I disliked the crowd's lack of interaction, how much I wasn't how much the ending kind of deflated me a bit and how the entrances were a bit long for me. It was a good match. Like I enjoyed myself. And like you said, if I got like ten more minutes with these guys, I would have oh, been yeah. I would have we probably would have gotten an even better match. Cause like wrestling's great. Selling's great from each guy. Like you can tell that they're all really talented and really good at what they do. hmm Like the finish, like when you explain it, it makes more sense. It still deflated me a bit, but like it's less I dislike it less than I did before. hmm And like I in the end of this match, I was kind of like, all right, I'm like, I liked uh I, I was like, I like this match. I, okay. like it's not a meh for me. It's a high meh.
1: Yeah. I think I think it's definitely almost on that marked out threshold, like for sure. Hmm. Like you said, it was a really well-wrestled well match, and these guys put a lot into this match. And there was definitely emotion there. They were all selling very well. No mm-hmm. one—like, no one, no one like everybody pulled their—
2: Yes. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: Um, so, yeah, we both gave that match a high mess. So that, that wraps us up for our new matches this week, which brings us to the Double Down. The Double Down. It's now time to find out if the match was, you know, actually good or bad. I don't know. It's time for the Double Down. All right. We are in the Double Down where we, t- where we flash back to last week and we take a look at matches through each other's perspectives. Uh, Zach, why don't you kick us off this
0: week? What match did I give you to watch? Oh, boy. You gave me Phoenix versus King Cuerno at Lucha Underground for a... What is it? It's a um, it's a battle of the of the uh, what is it? Champion of the Gods it, it's, it's for the Gift of the Gods championship. Gift of the Gods championship. The Gift match of the Gods
1: championship in a on, ladder match.
0: In a ladder match. I loved how much commentary played up on this match. This match, they were putting up all the stakes of how important this title was, how much it meant to each competitor. They really mm-hmm. like showed how much how Phoenix has been fighting for this title for a while, and Cuarono's kind of suckered him into this match. I love commentary in this match. They did such a goddamn good job, at not only selling up how good each competitor was, but also selling up the the, the stakes this match had and the, like the implications, like the waves that would be felt from Is whoever it, won this match.
1: What really, what really sold that the those implications for me was Mil Muertes sitting on his throne oh, ringside with that. his belt on, just being menacing over I'll the over the arena.
0: looking motherfucker just sitting just, there.
1: Yeah, that was so cool. He was just sitting. He's just sitting there menacingly. Just <laughs> like uh, over the whole arena, like it like it is his domain.
0: Yeah. I think someone described it as like a tyrant watching over his kingdom or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's what it felt like. It was it so did. cool.
0: Loved it. Oh my god. So this match, I gotta say, was so smooth. And goddamn. Oh, yeah. Luchadors know how to make fucking kicks sound impactful man. Like every fucking kick in this match was just off the chain. Just sounded and looked fantastic. Mhm. Love that. Yeah, these these two can wrestle, man. Mhm. I really really liked how much commentary and Cuerno played up to the him being the king of the hunt. Mhm. With him like stalking Phoenix in the ring, setting up like traps for him to set up to like go off of so that he would like take more advantage of him. Toying with his prey commentary, like using a bunch of like analogies for him just being a hunter on the hunt. loved that because i just I just like when wrestlers really play that up, but like at the same time, it wasn't like silly in the sense like it was serious. like it was like, this guy will take you apart and hunt your ass down if you don't if you're not careful. yeah, love that. the spot you described where Phoenix fucking jumped off like the box ramp area over the ladder onto cuerno was awesome. all the random ledges that they just had. yeah, love that. looked great phoenix falling on the ladder man god you said it looked brutal but fuck me dude that fucking shit right just the way
1: the way Uh, he bounced off of that ladder was
0: that ladder gave no give had no fucks to give for him
1: you could tell too it was definitely supposed to break
0: yeah
2: because
1: one of the like one of the ends did break like one like one of the the sides kind of broke
2: hmm but I the rest this, of it just
1: didn't, and he just bounced.
2: Yeah,
0: I get this feeling that maybe the ladder was supposed to be propped up on something to be splat across, but it wasn't there. So Querno and Phoenix kind of like, well, hope it breaks.
1: He was just like, all
0: right, well, here we go. Yep, and fucking paid for it. Spot where the two of them were dangling off the ladder looked awesome. I loved when uh, Cuerno went to go grab the belt, and Phoenix fucking slapped his hand away and knocked the two of them off. That's that No, was just funny. no, no, stop. No, stop. Wait, oh, fuck, shit. <laughs> just, ah! down yeah, splat. Yes, basically uh the hurricane rana through the table like i thought i love the table just exploded when he fell through it for a hurricane mm. rana i was like nice was like this is what we like to see him winning felt really good like when phoenix won it i was like oh and when he's like just looking looking oh, fucking yeah. worked his down holding the belt i was that, like oh
1: that stare down where they where phoenix is on the ladder cuerno is in his throne and they both just have their belts and they're just staring each other down just awesome. i'm sorry muertes has mil muertes has his belt phoenix has mm-hmm. his belt they just stare each other down with phoenix on that ladder muertes in his throne it was so
0: cool fucking awesome <sighs> i also loved,
1: underground was just so cool
0: <laughs> i need to watch more of it i hear season one or two where it's peaked and it was a little bit it wasn't as good need, later on but i still want i
1: started wa i started watching it and then stopped i need to get back into it one that's like Probably as soon as I get my laptop back, I'm probably gonna get back into Lucha Underground because man, is it is
0: it neat. I love Lucha Underground. I love the crowd in this match too. Unlike the other matches I've had, unlike the, the match before the crowd, I was annoyed at the crowd. I love the crowd this match. They were chanting.
1: The, the were Lucha cool. Underground crowd is always so good. So good. And I just
0: I love how the commentators you could tell how much the commentators were really like loved the shit they did in Lucha Underground because they were fucking great this match. I Like I said, I fucking love this match. This match easily gets a mark out for me. I love the story told here of Phoenix being a little bit hot, like, a little bit too big for his boots for a bit there, getting suckered in by Cuerno and Cuerno taking him apart, only for Phoenix to, like, rise like a Phoenix after taking all this punishment, coming back, overcoming him in his home turf of a match, and winning just to fucking look down the king of the kingdom and just stare him down, ready to fucking fight him next. Loved it. So good. So good! What a, a great visual to end it off. Really, oh, gr- it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. kiss. Yes, yes. All right.
1: Well, you gave me this week Cody Lane versus Darby Allen. Yes, ah, Darby Allen twice this week. This match, I remember this match uh, from Heavy Metal Wrestling.
0: Yes, I love this name because I every time I hear this now, I just think this is where Warhorse should make his home.
1: Oh yeah, uh, this this match gets right to it. Darby Darby does not waste any time yet again. Yep. <laughs> Darby goes right after Cody Lane, and the two just beat the crap out of each other for a good while.
0: Yes. In, like, the crowd, I think, too. Yeah, just
1: and then they finally the shit get out back each in, other. Yeah, they're beating the crap out of each other all all over the place, and then they, when they finally get back in the ring, Darby's running the ropes, and Cody Lane just says, and stop by just bashing Darby's head against the ceiling.
0: I, like I said, it'll always get me, when I'm just like, oh! I'm like, why? It's like, ow! Oh. oh, I hope you're okay. <laughs> Cody
1: Lane says, and we're done.
0: And we're done. Fuck you and your stupid high-flying shit. Now let me be a chicken (laughs) shit heel. Go into the vent now.
1: After that, the match does slow down a bit because Darby just took a rafter to the skull. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. And they uh, they slow down, gets a little bit more chain wrestling. Cody Lane dominates for a while. Then when Darby's making his comeback, uh, Cody Lane's buddy gets involved. The tag team partner, right? His tag team partner. Uh, and almost wins in this match, but then he gets in the ring and the ref gives him that stare down that you were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> The ref is just like in that, he's just in like a, he gets in like a Jojo pose kind of stance. Yeah,
0: like he's like, I'm sorry. Are you getting into that ring with the chair?
1: Yeah, oh. he he just like hits him with that look of like, do not fuck with me. <laughs>
0: exactly. And
1: just hits him with like the strongest stance you ever did see. Mm-hmm. That ref looked like a, a a truck could have hit him, and he would have stayed stayed still. <laughs> <laughs> he oh was. It was one of the. It was like a. Su- it was like a sumo wrestler getting ready to go.
0: Exactly. Like, like, boom, like don't fucking try me.
1: Planted himself. <laughs> uh, and the friend, or uh, Cody Lane's tag team partner, absolutely does not try in the ref and dips out of the ring. Um. However, now this introduces a chair to the mix. Uh. Of course, Darby Allen tries to use the chair. Mm-hmm. Uh by hitting coffin drops with the chair. Uh, and then and there was one point where Cody Link catches him and hits him with a pile driver onto the chair and wins the match. Yep. Uh this match was pretty short, but it was a lot, a lot happened.
2: Yeah, it did.
1: Uh they they really they really fit as much as they could into this 10 minutes. They were like, oh, we only have 10 minutes? Well. Well. It's like it's like they planned for like a twenty minute match and then the promotion was like, you only got ten and they were like, Okay, let's try to do everything anyway. Yep. <laughs> um which which I think honestly I think added to the match for me because I, I, I like that it was very fast paced and kind of nonstop. Yeah. However, this is another one that just didn't it just missed that markout threshold for me. It was it was really good and I really liked it, but I think it's a high match.
0: Yeah, I, I felt that. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that was... A, if I recall correctly, that was, like, soup. That was, like, for... That was earlier, Darley, Darby Allen Like, his hair wasn't all blonde at that point, right? Like, it was, like...
1: Yeah, his hair was, like, brown. and it had, like, a streak of blonde in it.
0: Yeah. A lot of prototype... Man. I've realized now, I've picked two weeks now, or... Two weeks in a row now, where I've had a ref just not take anyone's shit in a match. Twice now.
1: Listen, refs not taking anybody's shit is the best kind of ref.
0: I... Like I, said, I mean, you could tell. i picked two matches for it. I fucking... I, and I've liked each time. I love when a ref doesn't give a shit. I Granted, I will always find it hilarious when a ref gets, like, poked and they just fly across the ring and are dead for the rest of the match.
2: Yeah,
1: it's like, sometimes refs are like, do not fuck with me. and Other times refs are like, oh god, please
0: don't hurt me. Oh God, please. And then they get hit and it's just like a house of cards. Just gone. Uh, <sighs> I mean, yeah, some, like you
1: said, some refs are just, like, fragile. Sometimes, sometimes they, just, they just break like glass.
0: Mm-hmm. Other times those they choke slam the. Poor, those four poor referees. The, they choke slam the uh, heels manager and throw him out of the ring afterwards.
1: Uh, yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Independent Waters. We went through all of our matches, we went through the double down. Uh I think this was a good episode. We got some some good matches. We got some fine wrestling in this one. Yes, we did. Not not too many marked matches, but we definitely got some fine wrestling.
0: Fine wrestling.
1: Uh so if 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 you like if you like this show, go give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Show us show us some love over there. Five-star ratings help a growing podcast. Like ourselves, reach more ears. So you could have more people to talk about this show with. More people in, uh, interact with on Twitter, stuff like that. So go give this show a five star review and leave us a review as well, right at write, write like a little something. Tell us how we're doing if you like the show, if you don't. And go follow us on Twitter over at Count Out Pod where you can interact with us and hear our thoughts on the wrestling world and the world in general. Also, go follow our, go subscribe to our YouTube channel where we have video versions of all the podcasts and we have some extra bonus video content that is only on our YouTube channel. So go check it out over there. And if and if you like if you like my sultry voice here on this very bad microphone you can go check out hit the books (laughs) every friday uh where me and ryan knightsey book raw and smackdown our own versions our own fantasy fantasy booked versions of raw and smackdown we do we build up the pay-per-views we have our own rosters everything is our universe but everything is our own our own wwe universe so go check that out if you're into fantasy booking and if you're into New Japan, go check out Ryan's show, G1 and Only, where he talks about superstars who have only been in the G1 and Only, the G1 Supercard one time and one time only. Uh, so go check that out if you're into New Japan, if you're in G1 Supercard. If you want to hear some interesting tidbits about people who have only been in there once, uh, go check out that show. Um, and yeah, so, and, and if you want everything to do with this uh, podcast network, Countout Network, go to countout, pod dot com where you can find everything you need to know about us me zach ryan and all the shows that we do here on the network uh i think that about wraps up all the plugs zach you got anything bud nope (laughs) didn't think so i'm gonna try every week until zach brings me something one day i might (laughs) but thank you all for listening thank you all for tuning in we appreciate you very very much we love you thank you thank you for for downloading the show and tuning into our our our, our review podcast every week Uh, and remember there's a giant sea of independent wrestling out there
0: so never stop exploring